Welcome to Field Notes by Ag Choice, a podcast series covering timely, relevant topics for Pennsylvania's agricultural and rural communities. Each episode will include an interview of an Ag Choice expert or one of our industry partners discussing information you need to know. I'm Rachel Sadison, and April is National Intern Awareness Month. Throughout the month, we'll be highlighting past Ag Choice Farm Credit interns and where they are now. Joining me today is Emily Shaw, founder of Dairy Girl Fitness. We'll learn more about Emily and her passions in dairy and fitness, along with hear her reflections on her past Ag Choice internship experience. Emily, thanks for joining me today. Hello, I'm so excited to be here. Great. So, Emily, let's hear more about you and Dairy Girl Fitness. Could you tell our listeners about your journey in life and what you do now? Yes, of course. This is one of my favorite things <laughs> to talk about. So, I'm Emily Shaw. As Rachel had said, I'm 26 years old and I currently live in North Central Florida, but I am a Pennsylvania dairy girl. So, I grew up in Central Pennsylvania. I grew up involved in the dairy industry. We had a show herd at our house raising show heifers, and so I was heavily involved in 4-H, FSA, National Holstein Association, just about anything I could be involved in with my siblings, we were. And along with that, we also played sports year-round. So we were playing baseball, softball, basketball, volleyball, dance. Again, just being very active year-round. We were always on the go, and that's where a lot of my passions for the dairy industry and for the fitness industry came from, just being involved with them from the get-go and really then just allowing those passions to kind of grow as I got older. And so when I got to college, I went to Penn State University. I graduated in 2017 with a degree in ag business management. But while I was also there, I was involved in the Penn State Dairy Science Club, Alpha Zeta, which is a co-ed ag fraternity, also ag student council. And again, just really trying to get involved in any way, shape, or form with dairy and ag. And I was also on the collegiate dairy judging team. And along with, again, pursuing more passions on the dairy side, I also started weightlifting at Penn State because, let's be real, I was not qualified enough to join a D1 sports team <laughs> at Penn State, and so I still really wanted to be active, and this is where weightlifting and just becoming more interested, I guess, in the fitness side of things and the fitness industry came from, and after graduating from Penn State in 2017, I actually moved south, and I moved to Georgia, and then a couple months later, uh, my boyfriend and I, we moved to Florida. So we've now been here three years. And when I moved down here, there's a lot of ag in the south, but there's not as much dairy in Florida as there would be in Pennsylvania. And so I was having a little bit of a tougher time, let's say, trying to find that dream job or that dream career that so many kids are looking for right out of college. And so I had internships. I had a few jobs out of college. But... I really wanted to be involved in dairy promotion, and that's where in March of 2018 now, yep, that's crazy to say, that's when I started my Dairy Girl Fitness Instagram page. And this is my way to combine my passions for dairy promotion and my passions for the fitness industry and trying to tie those two together to really just work through any myths people have about the nutrition of dairy, of animal products, about how those animals are taken care of and really just bring in a lot of stories and a lot of information about the dairy industry to the fitness side of things where people usually want to be able to see that. And that eventually grew into me being able to go full-time with Dairy Girl Fitness. And now, um, over the past year, I'm full-time with Dairy Girl Fitness, and I have a one-on-one coaching business. It's all online personal training. I also offer group coaching, 
And I have a couple of other different things going on, but that's really where my main focus falls within Dairy Girl Fitness now. Wow, that is such a neat story, Emily. So I'm interested in hearing a little bit more about Dairy Girl Fitness. So what would you say has been the most rewarding part about starting Dairy Girl Fitness? And then on the other side, what has been the most challenging part? Yeah, of course. And there are so many I can really think of, but I think the coolest part about starting Dairy Girl Fitness is really just the connections and the community I've been able to build. When I started Dairy Girl Fitness as an Instagram page, I really I really didn't know what it was going to lead into. And I don't even know if at that point I was able to imagine that I could grow this into a full-time thing and grow it into what it is now. But just being able to truly make an impact in a way that feels really good to me and connect so many people from different parts of the country, different sides of, you know, farming, the people that consume it, the people that produce it, it has just been really, really incredible to be able to create these conversations and have conversations and bring so many women and people in general together through the community I've created. And one of the most rewarding parts is when someone reaches out to me and they're like, hey, because of you or because of your post, I'm not scared of eating dairy anymore or I'm not scared of GMOs anymore. And they're just much more open and receptive to listening to farmers and understand where we're coming from rather than jump to conclusions. So I would say just being able to feel like I'm truly making an impact that I want to be and getting to connect with so many women has been one of the most rewarding parts. And of course, along with that, though, it is challenging, right? And it's not just in being an entrepreneur, but I think in any realm of life or any career people might find themselves in, sometimes it's just very hard to feel like, hey, am I doing enough? Am I doing the right thing? Am I going to make this a sustainable thing? So sometimes just falling into that comparison trap and sometimes falling into that self-doubt. And so I think a lot of people find themselves in that position at one point or another in their life and sometimes think it's wrong or think there's something wrong with them. But no matter what, I think a lot of people may deal with imposter syndrome. But the most important thing is just push through that and know if you do feel scared, if you do feel a little bit uncomfortable, very often that means that you are doing big things, that you are doing the right thing. And I think it's just so important to surround yourself with like-minded people that are going to really support you and elevate you even on the hard days. So your experience as an Ag Choice intern in 2016 was a bit different than what you do today. However, could you reflect on that experience for us, Emily? You know, what did you learn? How do you think it helped you to get to where you are? Yeah, so again, uh, pretty much everything I've done is a little bit different than what I've done now. I can say I never imagined going to school for Ag Business Management and a specialization in dairy science. I was like, yeah, I'm going to use this to become an online personal trainer and like an Instagram influencer. That was never necessarily to plan, but I think every single aspect of my youth, of college, of my internships have really just provided so many different experiences and perspectives that have truly helped me in what I'm doing now. And so with Ag Choice, one of the most awesome parts about what we were doing, we had our own projects, but also we were able to go visit customers, go visit farms and different types of ag with different loan officers and really just be able to sit in on these conversations and sit in on these problem solving on different ways people are thinking and looking at things and just even getting to see that I think really helps in my communication and also just being more confident in what I know and being able to contribute to these conversations because sometimes it can be a little bit nerve-wracking going into these conversations with people who are doing very well or are just much more experienced than you and think you have value to add but being able to go in with these loan officers and have that actual in-person on-farm or on business experience was extremely, extremely helpful. Plus, 
we were able to go into the headquarters of Ag Choice and a few parts throughout the summer, we were able to sit with, you know, very successful people within the company and had really engaging, awesome conversations. And I remember one of the meetings we were able to have, we are actually talking about daring agriculture and how as youth we can continue to really promote what we're doing. And even just being able to have that conversation really just reminded me how passionate I was about dairy promotion, about ag promotion. So I think just really being able to have those conversations with people that were very successful, very, you know, doing well in their industry, and even within the company was something that really allowed me to feel comfortable to push myself, to challenge myself, and, you know, even kind of think outside the box. So, Emily, as we wrap up today, uh, could you share any advice you have for young people who are interested in pursuing their passions just like you did? Yeah, so my biggest piece of advice to anyone, really about anything, but especially in this realm of things, is you're never going to feel ready. So stop waiting to feel ready. You may always think, yeah, there's something else I should be doing or I need to get this one more thing done. But it's always going to be nerve-wracking. It may always be a little bit scary, but that means you need to do it anyways because there's no failing with this because even if you mess up, even if you fall, as long as you're falling forward, you're going to keep moving forward. And one of the biggest things as well is not thinking that you have to fit a certain mold or a certain box. I mean, honestly, I never really knew how I was going to combine dairy and fitness, and it felt kind of weird. It felt a little bit awkward at first. I was like, is this even going to work? I mean, who's going to buy into this? But as long as you're passionate about what you're doing and you truly care about what you're doing and the people you're helping, there doesn't need to be a certain path or it doesn't need to follow a certain thing anyone else is doing to move forward and be successful. Great. Well, Emily, thank you so much for joining me on today's podcast. It is so wonderful to see our past interns making an impact and your work in advocacy uh, for agriculture through the nutrition and fitness lens is really invaluable to our industry. So we look forward to seeing you and Dairy Girl Fitness continue to grow and thrive in the future. Thank you so much. I love being able to have this conversation. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. Listen to other episodes of Field Notes by Ag Choice posted at agchoice.com slash podcast.